The Sisters Grimm podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please listen at your own discretion. Blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial killer in the nation, the Night Stalker. The Boston Strangler. The Son of Sam, the infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie? Yo, 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 what's up? What's up? Uh, that's really how we're going to start this episode, I guess. Yeah, what's up? What's up? It's a Sisters Grim podcast. I guess you got strapped for a third time. Me. You guys, it was me. Yeah, Morgan is uh and who knows breeding ground of strip. Might come back. I don't I don't know what's going on anymore. I know. You're like, I don't know how strip is just like, I don't know how to quit you. Seriously. You'll always be my Huckleberry. You'll always be my Huckleberry fan. Shut up. Alright, you guys, so like we know that like it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a really long while. And I know that we're always apologizing, but it's like that's life. <laughs> yeah, it's a bittersweet symphony. And, um, that's life. That's life. Um, also, Black Friday in the advertising world is like, and retail yeah, is like, like both of our jobs. Um, like I've been keeping cyanide pills with me, just like in the my cheek, oh, yeah. just in case. I mean, yeah, yeah. I've been threatening to like throw myself off of buildings. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. I'm trying to jump in front of a train. <laughs> oh my god, no, yeah, you know? yeah, a little that's bit. That's what it's yeah. like. So well, self-deprecating humor. Is, is great. Funny. Is is funny. Cool. Speaking of, no, that's a bad segue. But <laughs> this episode is about lady killers. It's about ladies who murder. Yeah, and not and not, saying, not saying they're cooler than men who murder because all people who murder suck for sure. Except for sure. No, no. Well, <laughs> no. You know what? Um, people who kill bad guys are cool. Oh, vigilantes are like whatever. Yeah, like uh, fucking Robin Hood. No, he just store, stole. He mostly stole, stole food. But, like, Deadpool? Yeah, no, Deadpool. Yeah, mercenaries. Mercenaries are, like, cool. Or bounty hunters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so, so, we are talking about specifically women, because a lot of the time when you're talking about... I mean, like, I was going through just, like, Murderpedia's just catalog of women, and majority of them either killed their husbands or killed their children. Yeah. that I'll, yeah. I actually have... I have a little thing in my Aileen... Eileen Wernos thing. Also, spoiler alert, my person's Aileen Eileen Wernos. Eileen Wernos. I am going to probably call her Aileen Westeros most of the show. That's annoying. I'm sorry. I'll just call her Lee. No. Um, But, so this episode specifically is about women who kind of I mean, Aileen Eileen Wernos is a straight up 100% serial killer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And both of my people... One of them was, and one of them would have been if she wasn't kind of stupid. <laughs> Which uh, scares God. me to say, because she's fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, I don't know who either of your people are, so I'm actually very excited, because you at least know about I. I know Eileen. a decent amount Eileen. about her, yeah. I mean, we've all tried watching Monster. It's a slow burn. What? No, that movie's really good. Oh my God, one trip, me, Mike, and Maria tried watching it like three different times, and I fell asleep every time. Um, okay, so my first... Lete that I'm going to talk about his name was Sylvia M- uh, Mraz. Mraz? Mraz? I'm pretty sure it's Mraz. That <laughs> was it. J- is she relation to Jason? No, it's spelled differently. Okay. Um, okay, so in July of 2010, I also, you know, I like picking people who are at least within the last like 20 years. Like newer? I like newer yeah. babies. I like 2000 killers. Um, uh, okay, I like, so. I like, like late 70s or people sure. born in the 50s, but like any, like the 18, like, in the olden times, I'm like, I don't care. I really don't care. Like, I mean, I care that, like, someone died and that is sad. Yeah, but the stories just aren't as, like, entertaining. No, as... plus it was so easy to get away with murder. Yeah, Again, you just was. don't have to be there when the cops get there. So, in July of 2010, a 10-year-old boy by the name of Martin Rios disappeared from Nicosri... 
I'm going to butcher this real bad. Um, Sorry, Nicosarians. Nicosari de Gracia, which is near Irmacio in Mexico's state of Sonora. Uh, Martin came from a very poor family. His mother and her boyfriend both said that the last time that they saw Martin was begging on the streets. Aww. Um And he was 10. Um, but of course, because the boy came from a really impoverished area, his case didn't get any attention. And oh, no of one course. Really cared when he and, went missing. And this was okay. That sucks. Yeah. Even in Mexico. Yeah. Um, until also a... kudos by the way for um, finding someone outside of America. Yeah. Like good for you. Very close to Arizona, though, this area. I mean, Arizona. Like as close as. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, basically Mexico. Right. It used to be theirs, and we should give it back. Anyway, so, continue. So. Um... They started, so basically this hunt went on for like, or no hunt, I'm sorry, no one cared for like a year. And then basically a year later, another 10 year old boy also went missing. And this is when like things started, like, obviously there were some similarities. This boy's name was Jesus Martinez. Okay. So this was March of 2011. And now the cops were finally starting to take some sort of action. Yeah. Um, Both boys, one of their similarity was that they would frequent the home of Jesus's step-grandmother, 44-year-old Sylvia Mares. Oh, shit. Sylvia's house was uh, often that of a lot of speculation from onlookers. Neighbors assumed that there was drug dealing going on. Um possible sex work happening yeah. inside. Like she's a madame of some mm-hmm. sort. Because there was constantly people coming in and out of the house at all times. Uh. And so, but the police never had any kind of proof about it. So they, and like, I mean, they probably were like, I mean, this sucks, but we don't want to go in there and it'd be nothing. And then we get fucked, you know? Right. Cause also- it's just like, if it's just drugs and whatever, then like, this isn't that big of a whatever, but this gave them like their entry to search. The fact that both these boys would often be at this house and they both went missing. Yeah, that's a really good way to get a search warrant. Yeah. Um, So this next part of the story is very John Wayne Gacy. Okay. Because once the police started searching, they found uh, Jesus's body buried beneath the dirt floor in one of Sylvia's daughter's bedrooms. Um, Sylvia was leading a Santa Morita cult. Oh, shit. Yeah. She kidnapped both boys for a, rit- a ritualistic, sacrificial killing. Oh my god! So, not people only people do do that. It's not yeah. just not Satanist. So, not only Sylvia, but seven members of her family were also arrested because they all were taking part of it. Oh my god! So it was god. her father, her son, and daughter-in-law, uh, her three daughters, and then Sylvia's boyfriend, who was Eduardo Sanchez. Um, after they were all questioned and. All of their stories didn't match up, so they all knew something was up. Someone did finally admit to it and told the police where they could find Martin Rossi's body, but also the body of 55-year-old Cleotilde Romero. I could be saying that wrong again. Okay, so wait, they just openly gave them... They're like, we also killed this person. Someone, yeah. You know when you finally fucking give it all up, you give it all the fuck up. And then if there's that many people, you know that they're... some of them were young. Yeah, well, and some of them are probably like, hey, this is saying this about you. Yeah. They're saying this will give you an easier time. Exactly. Yeah. So Cleotide's body, once they had discovered it, found... She had been missing since 2009, so she was the first victim. Oh. And she was one of Sylvia's friends. Oh. Like they were what good a friends. dick. And even to more fucked up... To sacrifice your friend. Okay. Well, and she killed her grandson. Yeah. That was Martin. And then... And that the whole family... Or no, family... sorry, that was... Jesus was her grandson. And then Martin was Eduardo Sanchez, her boyfriend's... He used to date Martin Rossi's mom. So did they... Ex- so, like, um, not his son, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's fucked up. It's people they know. Yeah, because so, they wanted to do these sacrificial things. And did it have to be, like, was part... Maybe part of it is, like, a, I think Santa Muerta... It's Catholic. It is... Okay, you know like, what? I'm going to tell you what it is. Well, no, no, no. But we were just talking about this off-air, and I was, like, talking about that one season of Dexter with Colin Hanks. This is that cult. Or oh, this is, is that... that what they did? I didn't I really think, watch that I think. I don't want... I. You could be wrong, be right. but I, I, did you say I probably am wrong? I said you might not be right. <laughs> um, so, you, <clears throat> cool. So the victim's blood was found all over an altar of Santa Muerta, who is also known as Our Lady of Holy Death. She is the personification of death in Mexican folk Catholic Catholicism, Catholicism. and she's often associated with 
death, obviously. Um, <laughs> but she also is associated with healing, protection, safe delivery to the afterlife. And in this case, they thought she was going to give them riches. Oh, okay. So it is kind of like, um, well, well, I guess what the media makes, what lately everything I've seen about like satanic stuff is like, you have to kill someone in order to get right. all of your wishes. Yeah. That's Which like is, just kind of like cult acts. That's just kind of like, mm, some reason someone has mean. to die and then you're all going to be cool again. But like, no, no, that would destroy me. <clears throat> right. None of, I would be like, cool. This 4k TV was because it's so much more worth it than dying. Yeah. Or than like, cause like with, I don't know. Anyways. So she attacked Cleo Tilde with an ax and with the two boys, she beheaded them. Ew. She also slit open their wrists and neck, and she would, like, make them bleed out, and then they would collect the blood. Yeah, ritualistic... To throw on the, the ri- shrine. Ritualistic um, killings are really fucked up. Oh, talking about, like, cool shit that's come out lately, and quick uh, segue slash recommendation, everybody watch The Fucking Babysitter. Morgan it liked okay. it, but didn't... I fucking love it and i've seen it three times now it's my as above so below that's fine i love it it's oh my god it's so it's kind of funny it's super funny i obviously love it right but they have that they spoiler alert you're literally ruining the no whole they no they talk about you're how it's literally ruining no they the talk whole about how it's a satanic thing in the fucking disc or in the description on netflix yeah but some people don't look at the description before they watch something mm, sorry like, i didn't well anyways yeah like but like blood squirting out is a big thing and like collecting, collecting blood. the blood and it has to be like from an in the they Usually probably had someone, to have the yeah. blood of the innocent yeah well because they probably did the old lady and they're like well this didn't do anything so now we have to do a kid and then they're like well this didn't do anything either i guess we have to try another kid oh we're stupid or no maybe they have to keep doing it over <clears throat> and over again or it's for new people getting new Who things knows? they want so all eight of the family members were charged with first degree homicide um but the youngest daughter who was only 15 at the time she um had to stay in custody until she turned 18 and then she would face trial Interesting. I'm not familiar. Which I don't know what happened I'm, when she... There's yeah. not a ton of information about this. I just thought it was interesting, so I picked it. I think that's super... That's really crazy. Yeah. That's a really crazy... That's a... Doi, oi, oi. Doi, oi, oi. So that that's... was our little opener, sweet little taste of the killing. And now Holly is going to get deep into a little lady named Eileen Warnos. Yeah, a little lady named I little Eileen Werner, little Eileen, <laughs> little Aileen Westeros. No, that's what I keep calling her. Are we all excited that um fucking Game of Thrones comes back like not that long from now? Yeah. Do you remember we thinking like, oh my god, twenty nineteen is a thousand years yeah, away. Yeah, it seemed so far away at the end of twenty seventeen. I mean, at the end of 2017, we were all just so fucking tired and wanted Dude, to die. Dude, we were all so over it. And then we were like, 2018's going to be great. And now I'm like, what? And then we're just like, so life sucks now, yeah? yeah? 2018's been pretty cool. It's just like, mm, whatever. Everyone's right. just a nihilist now, and it's great. I love it. I, I love, love it. it. Okay. I... Speaking of nihilists. <laughs> Actually, no. Well, but we'll get into it. But, like, maybe. Who's to say? <laughs> So now it's time for our favorite crazo, Aileen, Eileen, Westeros, Wernos. So, Wernos. If, um, you know, you live under a rock and you're not familiar with uh, Aileen Wernos, or if you're like me and just don't know how to fucking talk. Or say um, her name. She looks like, okay, she has sad doll hair. Dude. So when when, <laughs> when I get out of the shower every day and my hair is slicked back because I've just shampooed it and conditioned it heavy. Malfoy. And then I begin to try to find my middle part and begin the part and I just push the hair over. I am Eileen. I'll send you a picture tomorrow morning. No, you do not You've have seen it. No, no, you do not have said doll hair. She has like Hulk Hogan hair. <laughs> It's so, it's, and then she literally is all pupil. Yeah, what's she has, up with that? She has black ass eyes, because she evil. She mm. evil as dick, you know? Um, where, she's literally like, <coughs> sorry. I was holding my finger up and you weren't looking at me. I know. <coughs> Honestly, thought you were trying to do the E.T. thing and I just wasn't feeling it. 
She also has that one thing that doctors refer to as, where the fuck are your eyebrows? Um, like you kind of had that as a baby, but excuse like, excuse me, you know how to fill them in as a baby, as a baby, uh-huh. little baby Morgandale. Um, but like, also she had that thing where like her two front teeth were like fighting for who gets okay, to go Okay, We forward. don't need to like derail her look. I know. Holly. I'm not body shaming her, but your face shaming her and her head shaping her. Okay. Uh, but sh- uh, she, she did murder people. So imagine that what I just described coming at you. Yeah, and she had like razor sharp looking teeth, right? Like they almost looked like little daggers. It almost looked like she filed them down herself. Yeah, yeah, with bones. With yeah, with like yeah. Um. So from between 1989 to 1991, Aileen Muñoz murdered seven people. Uh. But before all of that, she was born Aileen. Carol Pittman in Rochester, Michigan. It's a- Aileen Eileen. It's Eileen. Dude, I don't care. <laughs> Who cares? Pick one and stay with it because it's throwing me off. I'm bad. Um, so February 29th, 1956. So she was a leap year baby. Her parents Ooh, were Diane. Aunties. Right? No, I get into it later. Um, so Diane Bornos was her mom and Leo Pittman, who was her dad, um, and she had an older brother named Keith, but her parents divorced before she was two. Uh, actually, just kidding. They divorced uh, two months before she was born. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, Eileen never met her father. He was in and out of prison for being a child molester. Mm. He um, raped a child and Ew. killed them. He oh was diagnosed God. as a schizophrenic, and he eventually hanged himself in prison. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, when I, uh, Eileen was four and so Keith, I think is maybe two years older than her. I'm not exactly sure. She abandoned them and sent them to go live with their grandparents, Larry and Britta filter. <laughs> no, literally. Um, I just think it's funny when people's name are Britta. I'm sorry. Um, they already had three children of their own. Diane, who was out of the house by the time, uh, Eileen got there. Barry was like 12 years older and he went to go be in the air force. Um, and then there was Lori, and she was two years older than Eileen. So they okay. were like sister, like they were like sister, sister. For and sure. Aileen had um, that thing where you live your whole life thinking two people are your parents, but are your parents, your grandparents, but they're actually your grandparents. That's a, like a lot of serial killers things, or at least Ted Bundy. Yeah. I think the only person who wasn't affected by it was Jack Nicholson. That's all. He's affected. He just handled his. Um, yeah, he took shit it out. Differently. Yeah, he did the movie One Flies Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and he was fine. And he was healed. He was healed. We all were. We all were. Um. Uh. So, living with her grandparents, like usually, you know how your grandparents are like a lot nicer to you than your actual parents. <laughs> this was not the case for Alien and Keith. Um. She was, uh, like, he singled both of them out, and, like, he would beat them, like, spank them, mm. and so when he would spank Lori, she f- realized, like, the sooner she would start to cry, like, the sooner it would stop and he would, like, feel bad, but he would beat uh, Eileen and Keith with belts Jeez. and, like, bare bottom, like, spank them, yeah, and, like, she- they were older, too, um, and so... Britta was an alcoholic, and she gave no shits when it came to Larry's disciplinary charges. Mm-hmm. Um, when Aileen was only uh, 11, she started performing sexual acts on local boys, um, being paid with... 11? Sick- 11. Yeah. Lost her virginity at fucking 11. Oh. That's- a virginity or just, like, doing stuff? Uh, just, no. Full on. Like, mouth stuff? No, like like home ba- home run. Wow. Like P and V. I get it. P and A. Who know, dude? Probably. Little little finger action in the butthole <sighs> for both everybody. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes she, you know, you do for the money. Um, mm, that's so true. yeah, sometimes they would do it. So she a, started doing it for money at eleven, or just doing it? Just no, she would do it. Yeah, at eleven, she was just like, "Hey, boys, come to this forest." Probably come. older boys. No, they were all boys, like, from her class. I mean, I'm oh. sure some of them were older. Hopefully none of them were younger. Oh, God. That's... I mean, it's fucked up regardless. It yeah. is not something that children should be doing. Um, and, like, just... Uh, and to the point where, like, all the people who 
like did that had like deeply fucking regret it because i was right. reading a book and they had like talked to them and they're like one dude afterwards because like they would literally be in the forest with a group of their friends and imagine being like fucking 13 years old you're having sex with a girl you barely know what you're doing to begin with you and there's also a group of your friends around you Ooh. yelling at you to go faster Ew. so that it could be their turn one dude was like i didn't even come he's like i just left and i felt like shit yeah that's too that's like yeah it's like um, the movie The Kids. Mm-hmm. Or is it just called Kids? It's called Kids. Cool. But yeah, no. Um, they, like, and a lot of them were just, like, there was obviously nothing romantic about it. They just wanted to brag and be like, yeah, I did it. Um, but Aileen, Aileen reputation caught up with her, and she earned herself the endearing nickname Cigarette Pig. Wow. That is honestly so... That's worse than the the C word. So she... Wow. Yeah, that's disgusting. That makes me really sad. So, also... So this is fucked up. I don't know if you know about this. So, Where Aileen, did she grow up? Eileen, she grew up in... Oh, did he... Uh, be bop boo Snapalooza. She grew up in Michigan. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, um, so... Eileen and Keith had a Cersei Jamie Lannister Game of Thrones situation. They fucked. Like hmm. all the time. To the point Ew, to wow. the point where it was so normalized that like their friends were just like, Yeah, Eileen and Keith fuck. <laughs> and okay. uh yeah. It, it's like so fucking Yeah. It's stupid. gross. It's bad. Yeah, it's like really bad. So Aileen loved fire. So if for those of you at home playing the FBI psychopath checklist game, take a shot because mm-hmm. Aileen burned down fields. She one time burned down, um, like she had a bunch of toilet paper set on fire at school <laughs> in the bathroom. Damn. Caused huge chaos. Um, she was obsessed with becoming famous. She also was like a narcissistic personality disorder. A thousand percent. Yeah. A singer, an actor, like, all she cared about was money. She also, at one point, I think, said that she, like, slept with all of Foghat, and it's like, did you? And so... Kay. Kay. I don't think you sleep with everyone with the nickname Cigarette Fat... Or what was it again? Cigarette Pig? Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, here comes Cigarette Pig. Let's... I thought it was Cigarette Fart for a second. It might as well be. Right. It's just as gross. Um, she and Keith ran away a lot, and then it would end up being, they would have to go to jail, and then they'd have to get picked up by, uh, their grandpa dad, Larry. Who would hurt them. Obviously. Um, and so one time, they were bold enough to be like, we're running away, and he's like, cool, don't come back. And so, obviously, well, they obviously got arrested, and they were fucking, they're like 50. 14, 15 years old. And so they're like, please come get us. And he's like, no, yeah, I told you I wasn't going to. And so, like, they would, like, she slept in fields and, like, campers and just, like, with random people a lot. So, yeah, like I said, keep in mind, this is all, she's, like, in high school, uh, which obviously she sucked at. Sorry, no offense. Some offense. Um, She had very, very bad fission and was supposed to wear glasses, but because she was so vain, she would never wear them. She was almost completely deaf in one of her ears. Wow. Yeah. um, A doctor, like, at school, like, noted it and, like, told her mom, uh, her grandma mom, Britta, about it because she kept having, like, horrible earaches. And Britta was like, whatever. So just earaches when you can't hear? Well, if you get a... If you keep having ear infections over and over and over again oh. that go untreated, you're gonna, you lose know... Lose your hearing, yeah. You're gonna lose course. your hearing. So, yeah. So, Eileen couldn't hear out of one of her ears. Ugh. Yeah, because... How her- could you just go without, like... Oh my god, like I've had ear infections and the the thought of just letting it go untreated makes me want to throw well, up. Well, and the fact that like your like caregiver doesn't give a shit. Like yeah. I like cut my finger and mom's like you go to urgent care. Yes. Go to urgent care right now. No call an ambulance. And I'm like, I don't have the fucking money for an ambulance, bitch. Um, you like cut yourself shaving. Yeah, right. And she's like, you can smell yeah, it. Yeah, mom's like, oh my god, you have chlamydia. You need to go get a hepatitis A shot. And I'm like, calm down. Um, also, when she went to go see a doctor, they noted on uh, Aileen's records that it is vital for this girl's welfare that she receive counseling immediately. Yeah. 
And that sounds like a good note. But you know what? Was never taken care of. She had a very low verbal IQ, mm-hmm. but she had an average performance IQ. So she was, she was a dumbass, but she wasn't like a dumbass. But she was like slow. Well, she was. It was just kind of like when and when you hear her speak, and I'll add in some clips. It's just very much like like she talks for talks about herself in the third person a lot and she's very much like a little kid when they're like and then I did this and then I did this and then I was like yeah and then like who yeah what (laughs) like she was very much like that um when she was 14 she got pregnant the stories of how it happened changed so often no one knew the truth she would say she was raped at gunpoint sometimes she said it was the like Keith sometimes she said it was Larry so, um, she, like, approached a lot of the guys, like, who she frequently had sex with, and they all laughed in her face, saying, like, who, who like, how would you know who the father of your kid is? You have sex with so many people. Uh. And it really sucks. And it sucks even more, because when she finally told Larry and Britta, they handled it with mostly screaming at her and crying. Larry drove uh, Eileen all the way to Detroit, dropped her off at an unweds, unweds- mother's home and just left her there just left and she stayed there the whole time mm-hmm. and had the baby had the baby but since wow. she was because she was so young and because of the times she was not allowed to have the baby she was forced to give it up for adoption okay um she was eventually sent away to an all-girls school and when she finally came back larry told her that she was never allowed to live under their house again because she was like a piece of shit at this all-girls school mm-hmm. um I think she got kicked out, honestly. Uh, her birth mother, Diane, um, offered to let Aileen stay with her, but she was like, nah. Because she had a lot of rules, and Aileen was obviously like, nope, fuck that. So she started sleeping in the woods, in trailers, and hitchhiking, and thus starting her vagabond years. Mm-hmm. So this is another little side story. So I had told you... so. I don't usually get my notes from Wikipedia, but I will, like, cross-check information sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so when I was on um, Eileen's page, it in, in the summary, and it said she was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then I, because, um, you know, Wikipedia is open source and you can edit, I changed it. So it said sex worker. I went back literally maybe three days later. And it was back? And it was back, and her page was locked, so no one could edit it anymore. What the fuck? Yeah. Ew, what? It's crazy. Let's go check and see if it's like that right now. It is. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. We can go and check, but it that's that was so weird to me, because I hadn't been thinking about that, really, and then I, like, that went to check. That is weird. Yeah, I went on there to, like, check for something else, and then I, like, scrolled up to the top to see if it was the same, and then I realized it had been checked back, and I realized it had been locked. That's Because so that's, like, weird. what they do for, like, celebrities, because otherwise people would just... Yeah. Yeah, people just would, like, do, like, put pictures of dicks on Donald Trump's Wikipedia page. So, and that would get insane. Oh, God, yeah. It would be ridiculous. So, back to Aileen. Eileen. Um, in 1971, her mom died from complications with alcohol, and she went into convulsions, and she died. Um, Larry made Lori and Eileen sit with Britta's dead bodies for hours before the police showed up because he said they needed to really experience death. Hmm. Yeah. Lori was there when Britta died, and Aileen was in the woods because why not? Of course <laughs> she was. She was probably doing mouse stuff. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, in 1974, Keith was diagnosed with cancer. Larry was dealing with a lot of really bad depression. Larry also, I think, was just depressed. Yeah. He was a depressed man. Wait, little boy Keith got cancer? Little, no, not little boy Keith. Uh, Keith, this was 1974. And so, I mean, this is, he was like in his 20s. He was 20. That's so really young to get cancer. It is really, that is really, really young. So this will make more sense to you then. So Larry was dealing still with depression from Britta's death. And now his 20-year-old, like, son-grandson had cancer. So one day he went into his garage, got in the car, closed all the doors, and killed himself from carbon monoxide poisoning. He had also tried killing himself one other time by flooding their basement and trying to electrocute himself. Wow. But it didn't work. 
Also, Aileen's father, so Aileen's, like, great-great-grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, like, Larry's dad, uh, died after he hung himself inside of an aircraft character. Oh my God. Carrier. <laughs> yeah. Also, in, so, in 1976, Keith's cancer took a really bad turn for the worse. He snuck in an old friend-slash-drug dealer who came in and gave him a lethal de- uh, dose of drugs through his IV when no one was looking. Because he wanted to die? Mm-hmm. So he wow. basically... I mean, it was like a mercy kill. And he was but 20-something? What kind of cancer was it? it he would have only been 22. I oh I, ugh, I want to say pancreatic, but I don't think that... It, I think it was lung. I think it was yeah. lung, but I'm not sure. It's... Yeah, it fucking sucks. So, and like, also, remember... Aileen's biological father also killed himself. So Aileen Eileen was no stranger to suicide. That's so insane. Yeah, that's why I wanted to talk about her childhood because that many people that her entire family, every guy in her family. Yeah, everyone. That's a thing though. It's like there's a lot of like families that have like a lot of males that that well and yeah and I mean it's just insane. So. Um, Eileen never graduated from high school, but she did graduate from a teenage hitchhiker to an experienced adult hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. She hung around with motorcycle clubs, drank like a frat bro, yep. uh, got arrested a couple times, obviously, got several DUIs. Um, one time she was driving around while just shooting a gun out the window like it was the fucking Duke of Hazard. I don't know a lot about that show other than it's racist and then the girl wears really short shorts. Jessica Simpson and Johnny Knoxville is what comes to my mind. Yeah. No. Um, so also in 1976, this is when uh, Eileen got married for the first time to Louis Fell. He was 69 years old. Huh. The marriage went sour because Aileen kept complaining that Lewis was withholding money from her because he had a lot of money and he mm. took care of her, but he gave her like an allowance. Um, and Aileen was like obsessed with money, obviously. Yeah. And then, you know, she beat him within an inch of his life with his own cane. And so he was like, peace. Um, if he could even speak, I don't so even know. So like in between this time, you know, she like lived with a couple of guys every once in a while but it was never anything like super romantic she wanted love though like she wanted someone to love her but like it wasn't anything ever serious it was mostly just like i need a place to stay cannot stay at your place uh but they would fuck obviously right like that sucks like a lot i get it um like literally one of the guys she just walked up to him in a bar and was like hey can i borrow 25 dollars?" <laughs> and i'm like that's the weirdest way to flirt me though <laughs> be like hi my name's holly can i have some money <laughs> <laughs> so this is when she meets ty or well tyria moore yeah. aka ty aka christina ricci <laughs> literally i honestly cannot even picture the real ty i only no. see christina ricci's bangs only see the bangs yeah uh she bangs she bangs so um no she bang she bang holly she don't she fringe to all of our <laughs> european listeners she fringe <laughs> she fringe um so they met at a bar in 1986 the relationship started out great. Ty left her job as a hotel maid to be with, um, like, Eileen all the time. They were truly in love, but, um, like, uh, things started getting, you know, a little hairy with money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eileen was, like, the provider of the home with all of her sex work and stuff. And but, everything she did, yeah. And everything she did, but... Um, she probably sold drugs a little, too, right? Um, I don't know. Maybe on the side. Who knows? No, I think she mostly f- was fucking... I think any drugs that got in her possession, she just did herself. Cool. Cool. It's like, cool. Um, so then she, uh, you know, she's not in her prime anymore. I don't think she was cute as a girl, child or a young woman, but I mean, a beauty is in the eye of the holder, and her eyes are terrifying to me, so... Yeah, I'm going to Google pictures but of her like, while you're talking. I mean, look at pictures of her when she's older. I'm sorry. Both. But sex workers and and in that time, I'm sorry, honey, but like, I no, she's not like hideous. No, 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 not at all. But like, her eyes are scary, but they're kind of pretty shaped. It's like whatever. But um, so 
let's just say that Aileen lost her luster. So the money, yeah. money won't come in. Money wasn't coming in the way it was. Yeah, and her eyes truly are terrifying. She are, right? They're like, Richard Ramirez scary. They're not as scary as that. Um, but so Eileen decided maybe there was another way that she could get money. So this is when the dun 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 murders start to happen. Dun dun! Only it's like really sad. Um, so the first was Richard Mallory. He was all, um, he was 51. He was an electronic salesman from Clearwater, Florida. Also, you may be familiar with the area of a lot of these places. Because okay. one of these places, I think we got many pities in. What? Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> Witcher, when Richard, when Wichard went missing, his friends, family, and co-workers didn't really think anything of it because he was kind of known to disappear from time to time. And later, it came out that he had a precarious proclivity that is towards sex workers mm -hmm. which you know on obviously is how he met met Aileen on December 1st of 1989 a deputy from Volusia Volusia, Volusia. County you know it county um they found Richard's vehicle on December 13th 1989 Richard's body was found only a few miles away from the wooded area like on the side of a highway and he'd been shot multiple times um, but it was two bullets to his lung mm. that would kill them. Um, the next was David Spears, who was 43. He was a construction worker from Winter Garden, Florida. No. No? Okay. Winter Park, Florida, but no, I know no. what you're talking about. No. Winter Park is where we got Manny Petties. No, Winter... Oh. Killer. Okay. There's That's a lot of winter shit down there, college. which is weird because Florida's, like, don't have real winters, but any who's all. Yeah. Um, Florida's in a shit. They're so great. Oh, my God. It smells like garbage, and it's, like... It smells like egg water a lot of the time. And there's, like, frogs everywhere. I liked the lizards and frogs. The lizards and frogs were really cute, actually. Yeah. Uh, shout out to all our Floridians. Yeah, yeah. We love you. you for, like, two years. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was last seen on May 19th, shortly after his truck was found on Interstate 75 with the doors unlocked and the license plate was missing. Huh. His body was found on June 1st of 1990 along the side of Highway 19 in Citrus County. At the time David was found, he was only wearing a baseball cap. Hmm. He died from six gunshot wounds to his stomach. They were pretty much all shot, correct? They were all shot. Uh, she had a... Tw uh, uh, I'm probably 22. fucking wrong with gun. Yeah, she had a twenty-two. She okay. had a twenty-two caliber, just like... Yeah. I don't know. Was that a handgun? I'm sorry. I'm it's so like bad It's like a small guns. handgun, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they have pictures of it. It looked like... It, to me, it looked like a handgun. A handgun. It was a handgun. It's she, not like a fucking AK-47 well, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, she wasn't but like... Brah, brah, brah. <laughs> it wasn't like a shotgun. She wasn't like... Whoosh, yeah, it wasn't like an Uzi. That's she was probably just such a like bad gun sound. Yeah, no. Do you did you do you see the she levels? She just had kamikazes. <laughs> she literally had like very isolated a bombs. She just only had um her self made. Oh yeah, like pipe bombs or shit. Uh, what are those called? Oh, a Molotov cocktails. Yes, <laughs> those just don't make noise. But I love that you mentioned it. Ugh. Yeah, I love having a Molotov cocktail before I go to bed. Um, so the next, uh, victim name was, um, Charles Karskadon, Kar Karskadon, Yeah. It's like Mastodon, but Karskadon. Karskadon. He was 40. So it's a lot of, like, middle-aged or older-ish dudes. Dudes with a little money. Well, dudes who may be, like, a sex worker from time to time. I firmly believe that sex work should be legalized. Like, if a woman wants to make money by having sex with someone or a guy wants to make the money... The reason you can't do that is because there's literally no way to regulate it. There and is. There is, though. I don't know what I it mean, is. I know it... But people wouldn't. Well, that's the issue. I think that's the issue. I yeah. think that they need to find a way to regulate There's, it. There's, like, no way to regulate it. And so people would still be doing it illegally. Yeah, and you know who isn't going to be able to figure it out? You or I. I know. So it's, like, it's just, like, whatever. It's just, so, like, whatever. Yeah, so poor little Charles. Also, like, she killed seven guys, and I'm pretty sure, like, all of them were named Charles, basically. So uh, Charles was a part-time rodeo worker. <laughs> and I don't want to make love fun that. of no, the dead. No, love that. Yeah, you know what? 
Charles it's a side hustle. It's a passion. Charles was a hero. Love it. Rodeos seem scary, brutal. I cr- I I went to a rodeo once and I cried. <laughs> I only felt you would, dude. Dude, it's like really sad when they like. When catch did you go to a rodeo? <clears throat> Remember how Ottawa had four H fairs? Yeah, but I never went. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was did. that the same as the sandwich fair? No. It okay. was well, it was like the sandwich fair on a much. I could get in. I'll tell you later where it's at. Okay, it's on the south side. It's whatever. I never went either. Charles' body was eventually found on June sixth of nineteen ninety. He died from nine gunshot wounds to his chest and upper torso. Hmm. I obviously at the hands of Eileen. So Eileen's next victim was Troy Burris. He was fifties years fifties years old. He was a sausage salesman from Ocala, Florida. <laughs> Love I'm it. sorry. I'm so obsessed with everyone's profession that Eileen chooses. Like I know there. It was. I'm mo- so glad there's no like doctors or like lawyers it's, or like. It's literally all construction workers and then like ro- part time rodeo worker. I'm not like shaming these people. No, 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 not at all. We are literally um, celebrating them. Celebrating them. Sausage salesman. Love it. What kind? <sighs> All in California? Uh, no, Ocala, Florida. You know Ocala? Um, I I know of it, never been. N- know it, never been. Um, he was reported Ocala. Ocala. I might be wrong. Ocala. 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 He was reported missing on July thirty first because he was making. He, like, delivered the... He was the sausage man. He, yeah, like, delivered... I kind of assumed he was a dude who yeah. drove a truck with He's sausages. He's like, I drive a truck around and I deliver sausage. Okay. To, yeah. You never let me sing. But it's okay. Um, and um, his body was found on August 4th. It was in a wooden area along Route 19 in Marion County. His body... Was so bad. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't say Barty <laughs> and not acknowledge it. And not acknowledge it? Sorry. I was going to try. I could tell. I know. I wasn't. <laughs> I'm kind of glad you called me out for it. <laughs> so Charles' body was so badly decomposed that he was unrecognizable to the point that his wife was the only person who was able to identify him because of his wedding ring. Mm. Um, a medical examiner was able to determine that Charles had died from gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. So there's Charles Dick Humphreys. He was 56. This one's really sad. I mean, they're all really fucking sad, but like Charles Dick was like a great person. He was a retired Air Force major. Mm-hmm. He was a force, uh, a former police chief, and he was a Florida State like child abuse investigator. Wow. And I read, like, there was, like, one he case... He was also really, like, pussy. What? Wasn't he, like, you know... Oh, yeah. and Buying Eileen. Maybe. Well, this is, <laughs> Give like... Or take. This is, like, a weird one. I don't know. Who fucking knows what Eileen is even talking well, about? Yeah, at this point, who knows? It could have all just been, like, dude, she just saw. She well, didn't have to have, And like, been... some of the times, it wasn't... Like, maybe some of them were, like, yeah, let's fuck. But sometimes she would just be, like, hey, let's... Like, she would just, like be like hitchhiking no she would just be like hitchhiking like can you take me blah blah and then people used to hitchhike a lot back then like you cannot hitchhike now i saw a guy hitchhiking the other day and it scared me it's illegal i was scared i know i thought that too yeah it's illegal you know like the loop when you're going from 80 to 55 he was just hitchhiking on that and i was like (gasps) i got scared yeah hitchhikers i don't know i that's a that's a can of worms i don't want to open mm-mm a nice little story about Dick is there was a kid named Tony who, like, was just kind of having a hard time adjusting to, like, foster care type home. And so even, mm-hmm. like, like after work, off the clock, he would go and visit Tony because, like, he, they just nice. had, like, a bond. Mm-hmm. And it was able to, like, let Tony get more, you know, acclimated to, like, his new home. That part made me cry. Um <laughs> Uh, cause yeah, because then Charlie's body or Nick's body was found in Marion County on, uh, September 12th, 1990 by two teenage boys who were riding their bikes and Mm. saw a dead body on its knees slouched over. And it was the day after his, uh, 35th wedding anniversary. Damn. Just kidding. 
His body was found September 11th. Because, oh, I forgot. Um, the 10th was the wedding anniversary. I okay. put the wrong date. Um, he was killed by Eileen shooting him, like, multiple, multiple times. And then, like, was just, like, letting him suffer. And then just, like, fucking shot him in the head. Hmm. It's, yeah, that was fucked up. So, next victim is uh, Walter Gino Antonio. He was a trucker, a part-time security guard, and a member of the police reserve. Okay. These were very, like, well-rounded, like, they had a lot of jobs. Stuff going on. Yeah. Um, so, about a month, uh, like, after re- being reported missing, Walter's body was found on November 19th of 1990 near a remote logging road in Dixie County. He was almost completely nude, and he had been shot four times to the back of the head. Hmm. Yeah. That means, like, he was, like, probably... Trying to run away. Exactly. And Eileen was, like, a good shot. Uh, by this point, seems like it. Seems like it. Um, five days later, police found Walter's vehicle in another county. So this is kind of, like, setting up the pattern, obviously, that it's a hitchhiking situation where someone is you know, taking people's cars, mm-hmm. you know, killing people. And then using their cars to get around. Yeah, leaving them in wooded areas, thinking that's a good idea, and then mm-hmm. taking their cars and leaving them somewhere else, which is also equally as fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then there's Peter Seams, uh, and he was 65. Peter went missing sometime during June of 1990 um, while on his way from his home in Jupiter, Florida, to his family in Arkansas, his Barty has still never been found. You but said Barty again? I know. I'm I don't sorry. know why. No, no it's cool. I'm you sorry, can... it's hard. No, it's fine. You can call me out every time. I don't care. Um, I got Barty on the brain. I got the sh- I got Shakespeare on the brain. Um, uh, his body has still never been found, but mm. his car was found by police on July 14th of 1990. And they were able to determine that it was Peter's car because of the fucking VIN number, which I would not fucking know about if it wasn't for work. Like, every single car has a different VIN number. Oh, I know about it because of our podcast, because I've Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Cars are, like, super weird. Your car is its own unique butterfly snowflake. Yeah, every car is a unique butterfly snowflake, and if you accidentally have the the wrong unique butterfly sticker on your car, like, cops will be dicks. Yeah, they'll be not snowflakes about it. They will not be snowflakes about it. So, once details of the victims were released uh, to the public, witnesses began coming forward saying that they had seen two women in the area of like victims uh places where victims rather had last been seen and it didn't take long for the police to piece together that it was eileen and ty um eileen used several different aliases and after searching and searching they found some pawn shops where um aileen had sold some items that belonged to richard mallory and at another shop, she had sold some of um, Spears's belongings um, and as well. And Eileen's fingerprints were on them. And because she was obviously in the crystal, like the criminal system, mm-hmm. they yeah. fucking had Probably her. like a million yeah. times they over. They were like, bingo. Yep. So Aileen, nice. Eileen was finally arrested on January 9th of 1991 on an outstanding warrant, hmm. which, thank God, she had because they did not have any concrete evidence to support that... Fingerprints? Be- no, they had fingerprints. Well, like, yeah, no, true. But I don't think that's enough because that... I don't know why, but whatever. So, um, bully bloop blop. The next day, so uh, January 10th, Ty was found by the police. She was staying at her sister's house, and then she discre- uh, agreed to a full confection of Aileen's yeah, murders she gave her away. in exchange for prosecutorial uh, pros- immunity, which mm-hmm. means 100% immunity, which means that she never had to be tried at all, yep. although she was complicit. In although a couple of the murders. Yeah, and and she also just was like, she was aware of it, and that's yeah. being complicit. Yeah. That's being 100% complicit because you're not divulging that information to the cops. Yeah, you. that's like, you gotta tell when somebody's that's killing like, somebody mm, else. Yeah. Um, the police put a recording device in Ty's phone. She would call Eileen and try to get her to talk about the murders, but eventually Eileen just caught on and was like, look, I don't want you to go to prison. 
if you're in the talks with the cops and they want me to confess, I will. And Damn. um yeah, and none That's did. a ride or die. Well, she got weird. Uh even <laughs> if you think that she could get weirder, she does. She does. Uh so yeah, on January 16th, 1991, Eileen Aileen confessed. Fully. Yeah, Aileen said that the murders Cause she was such a narcissist, she needed people to oh, know. Oh, of course. About and her story. she said that they were all in self-defense. Yeah. Um all of the men she had killed were Johns who had picked her up and to have sex and like they either tried to rape her, or assault her or kill her. Multiple times during Aileen's interviews with the police, her attorneys would like, would you fucking shut up? He's like, do you not realize that you are in front of cops? And Aileen was like, I know. And they wanted to hang me. And that's cool because maybe, man, I deserve it. I just want to get this over with. I mean, yeah. Aileen is insane. I understand that feeling. (laughs) But like, she's just, I just want to get this fucking over with, you know? Um, like many serial killers, Aileen had, you know, plateaued and was bored with killing and was at that point where she kind of didn't care if she'd been caught. It was like Jeffrey Dahmer. He yeah. just, you know, you start getting, it's the whole, jo- uh, Jed, Ted Bundy thing. Like you plan out the first kill down to the very last detail. And then towards the end, you're like, where'd I put that wrench? So, um, because female serial killers are so uncommon, the media coverage, of Aileen was like a motherfucker and as soon as she arrested she had agreed to a bunch of movie and book deals huh. because she wanted that money not realizing that comma had a law comma that Florida has a law prohibiting criminals from making money off of their crimes so fuck you Aileen Aileen yeah. um in between her arrest and the trial the weirdest thing happened um when this woman, who was, like, a huge born-again Christian, heard about uh, Eileen in the media and reached out to her, she adopted Eileen even though she was 35 what? years old. Right. Like, I'm what? sorry. I That's, like, the weirdest thing ever. So, um, Eileen's attorney entered a plea deal that Eileen would serve life sentences for each of the seven murders, but a state attorney was like, fuck that. And was like, how about the death penalty? So on January 14th of 1992, Eileen stood trial for the murder of Richard Mallory. Mm -hmm. Usually, defense attorneys will make sure that none of the other murders that their client has committed can be brought into the case because they don't want the jury to be swayed one way or the other. But Florida has a super cool law that says that they can. And so the jury knew about all, like, the details of all the other murders. Yeah. Also, that is why Florida seems so batshit. Yeah, Florida has like the craziest law, like the whole like. Didn't they just like pass something though, so that it's less? Hopefully, I might be making that up, but I thought I saw something. Maybe. Well, they just did have an election, so that might have been something. They may have like put a tighter security on their leniency laws for Mm -hmm. open government. Um, so another big fucking flaw in the, like this trial is like so short because it's so fucking stupid and it literally lasted less than a month because first of all Eileen stood trial which you don't do to the point where even her public defenders were like hey maybe no you're not like <laughs> so good with the words let's not have you um do that yeah maybe that's a bad idea. So Eileen opened herself up to be questioned not only obviously by the defense but by the prosecution Mm -hmm. which which is, this is the craziest thing. Um, 25 different times Eileen invoked her Fifth Amendment right to protect herself from self-incrimination. That means that 20 different, 25 different times the judge was like are you sure you want to say that? And I and Aileen was just like, yeah. Like, it's fucking insane. She was like, fucking just let's do this, bitch. Let's fucking go. If we started, let's not stop. Um, she said that she had killed Mallory out of self-defense, but because the jury knew about the other murders and they had seen all of the videotapes of Aileen's confessions where she shows absolutely no remorse, mm-hmm. remorse for the murders at all, it made it pretty easy to make their decision. 
On January 27th, the jury came back with a verdict of guilty of the first degree of murder, to which uh, Aileen yelled, I'm innocent. I was raped. I hope you get raped, scumbags of America. Hmm. And the jury said that her sentence should be that to, to be put to death to by death. the electric chair because it was Florida mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. It, it's still Florida now. It's still Florida. It was Florida then, and it's Florida now. Um, <laughs> Eileen didn't stand trial for any of the other murders. She confessed that she killed those men, and she wanted to be punished so that she hmm. could get good... She's a real flip-flopping well, kind of bitch. Well, because she's this serial killer, because she wanted to get real good with God. Hmm. So again, if you believe in heaven, Eileen Muernos is there. So have fun. Um, on October 9th of two, yeah, it's like that one book, it's that book that's like the first five people you meet in heaven. It's like Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, Eileen Wernos, (laughs) Hitler, IDK. Um, on October 9th of 2002, Aileen was finally executed, but by lethal injection, because by this point, uh, Old Smokey was no more. Yeah, Old Smokey Uh, was no Smokey. He was put into the Smithsonian. Yeah. Um, and this was 10 years after being convicted. Um, at the time of her death, she was 46. But, like I said before, because she was a leap year baby, she was technically only a nine. So they, like, <laughs> executed a nine-year-old. Whoa. But, like, honestly, that nine-year-old fucking deserved it. Her, like, brain capacity was that of a nine-year-old. Basically. Damn. Um, Eileen, Aileen, was the 10th woman to be executed in the United States. Yeah. In the... Only the second woman to be executed in Florida. in Florida. The first being Junie Buerano, who killed her young I wonder son. who the most recent female to be put to death was. I don't is. know. Um, well, I don't either, but I'd be interested in knowing. I mean, um, me too. Um, her last meal was just a cup of coffee. Mm, and her last what? words... Her last words, honestly, could probably be the name of a... Uh, Creed album? No, it could be the name of a of a uh, fucking. What am I trying to think of? Sugar, we're going down singing. What's that band? Oh, uh, Fallout Fall Boy. Boy. Yeah, no, her quote could literally be a Fallout Boy song. Yes, I would like to say I'm sailing with the rock, and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus. June six, like the movie, big mothership and all. I'll be back. Oh yeah, I'll be back. I forgot how batshit her last words were. That is a person who truly is just, like, given no fucks. Could you imagine having been in that room hearing I would, that sentence and being like, you know, everybody... Please give it to us one more time, Holly. Actually, can I read it? Yeah, you read it in your... You read it as you. Like, you you do your read. Um, it's this last thing here. Don't okay. read the bottom part. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Yes. I would just like to say, I'm sailing with the rock, and I'll be back... Like Independence Day with Jesus. June 6th, like the movie, big mothership and all. I'll be back. I'll be back. Like, did she confuse quotes from oh, Terminator with the movie Independence Day? <laughs> um, Holy fuck, that was... Yeah. Ugh. I want to get that tattooed. On my on butt. My, on my body. On my, like, around my... Yeah, I don't know. But final little bit of information on Aileen, Eileen... Also, that's the last time you guys have to hear that. Her name is basically Eileen Eileen to me. Eileen, Eileen. um, FBI profiler Robert K. Ressler, a.k.a. Mindhunter, the man who coined serial killer, mentioned briefly in his autobiography saying that he doesn't usually discuss female serial killers because they usually tend to kill in sprees um, or crimes of passion, but Wernos is the only exception. Wow. Wow, wow, wee wah. So that is the story of Eileen, Eileen, Eileen. Come on, Eileen, wow. Oh, God. And boy, did they. I mean, that is literally like, I mean, she did grow up I mean, I don't know about all these other people's, like, grown-ups or, like, childhoods or anything. That's the thing. Both of mine, I don't have much about their childhood. Because, I mean, she had a fucking movie made about her. Like, there was... And she gave up a lot of information about herself. Um, And I feel like a lot of people also came forward because uh, of fame. Oh, no. There were so... Like, because of the trial and with all of the evidence... Garbage with your foot. 
I so, can hear it, so it's definitely going to register because I kept hearing it. Cool. I shop at Goodwill. Um, I can take it out and post. So um, let's get on to uh, your next gal. Is your so that was it? Dying? That was Eileen. No, good. Oh, okay, your screen. My yeah, 40% no. Baby. Yeah, that was uh, I Eileen Westeros. All right, now that joke's gonna be dead. All right, so my it'll ne- and our last die. female medrist. Murderist. Murderer. Is actually a woman whose um, opinion is that murder should be an equal opportunity. And she thinks more women should be murderers. That's just a, that's just something Hell she's yeah. Her name is Angela Simpson. So on uh, August 5th, 2009, in Phoenix, uh, Arizona, a fire crew discovered a dismembered body burning in a garbage can at the Covenant Grace Christian Fellowship Church. Are you sure it wasn't a burn barrel? No, it was a garbage can. It was a garbage can. <laughs> so the man in the garbage can was identified as Terry Neely. Neely was a 46-year-old white man who was um, residing in an assisted living facility, and he used a motorized wheelchair to get around. Um, he had been seen on a surveillance video at his, like, where he lived, leaving, and that was the last time he was seen. Mm. Angela Simpson, who was a sex worker and a drug dealer, had been picked up on the charges of an armed robbery, like a different charge. Uh Uh-huh. So she was in jail at the time that they were kind of like, what the fuck is going on with this dude? Yeah. And so because she was in there, they started questioning her. And she also has like a criminal past. Exactly. And a witness at Angela's apartment complex said that they saw Angela driving Neely's car. So once questioned, Angela pretty much just, like, confessed to everything, kind of alien style. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like some people, like, people like Ted Bundy. She likes talking. Yeah. I'm going to show you an interview with her after yeah. this. I actually want you to play a couple clips right here. Or maybe not right here, but a little later. Killer. Um, yeah, that's like a, an Ed Kemper situation. He's just so forthcoming with yep. just, like, I'm going to talk. It's like once they... They know that they just, they know because they did it, they just got to give it all up. Yeah. And, and they, they think that if they give more information that it'll be better. Exactly. And if you're someone like Ted Bundy, you like, you just keep talking and giving more and more information because yeah. you know, it'll keep you alive longer. If you're and she rock. liked talking about it. Mm. So she claims that Terry was a snitch or a police informant and to her being like a snitch was like the worst thing you could do. Well, yeah, snitches get ditches, motherfucker. That's what Angela thought. That's the national policy. So she lured him to an abandoned apartment in her apartment complex Mm -hmm. um, and with promises of drugs and sex. I'm sorry if I wasn't paying attention, but where does Angela live? Oh, Phoenix. Oh, right. Which is is also pretty bonkers crazy, kind of like Florida. Phoenix is crazy, too. Phoenix is like... Arizona. Crazy. So Angela saw this as a vigilante type action because he was a snitch. Uh, she wanted to make his death last for a long time. She said that murder was too kind. So she tortured him to death. No. She said she wanted to make him pay. She stabbed Terry over 50 times. Oh my God. Strategically so he wouldn't die. No. She also liked pulling out his teeth with needle nose pliers Fuck. She would do it, like, with him sitting in front of a mirror so he had to watch it happen. She, um, towards the end, hammered nails into his skull. No. And uh, when his body was found, his throat had also been slashed, which no. is what I'm guessing ended up killing him. So this torture went on for three days. That, oh. That literally happened in, like, um, the last season of American Horror Story. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, my God. That was a nail gun. But still, oh, my God. Yeah. So Angela said that she wished that it could have lasted a whole week. Fuck And off. that her biggest regret was that, well, so the kidnapping or the breaking and entering that she had done before was also she wanted to kill him, but she ended up... She's quoted, we'll play the part in the movie, actually, or in the the movie. We'll play this clip now. No, this is a movie. Would you, if you had that moment to live over again? I'd have kept him alive a week. But you would have still tortured him and killed him. Oh, I'd have tortured him for a week, yeah, instead of three days, definitely. So your only regret is that the torture didn't go on any longer. Right, and I regret not killing my other victim. 
I should have killed him too. I just didn't have time. I had to go somewhere. Okay. So yeah, she's kind of a fucking crazy bitch. I hate her. As you've heard. We hate her. She's fucked up, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Does it get like a million times worse? Because this is obviously visual, but you should have just seen her. As she said in the clip, her biggest regret was not killing the other guy and wishing that she could have killed him longer. She's like a Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, no, she's totally processed if she wants to linger it out. She also, in that interview, said that she would never kill a black person. And so, like, and it kind of made it seem like maybe she wouldn't kill women, too. I don't know. Well, Um, you said that she was kind of trying... I mean, it kind of seems like she hated straight, white men. It seems like, yeah. She was, like, one of those real, like, radical second-wave feminists. So, Angela pleaded guilty on March 29th of 2012 and was sentenced to spend her natural life in prison, which she still is. So, when she was locked up, she was actually in one of the most dangerous blocks in, like, women's state prison and it's called the adam 100 block there's only four women who live in it and they are so high security and like i'll show you this interview from it and like the guards are they say that angela freaks them out the most because her eyes are so terrifying i think that's what really does it for me for scary just i mean you can just tell when someone's got bad juju and angela she's got girl's got bad juju yeah, so. that later video is. Yeah, I, ju- I just showed Holly like some of the videos and. Yeah, that... if you, I mean, if you're curious, uh, YouTube just Angela Simpson. Yeah, and honestly, then after for a palate cleanser, uh, go to YouTube for Ashley Simpson and watch pieces of me. Yeah, no, or um, watch her mess up her SNL skit. Please do her SNL performance because that's Please iconic. Please do, and then also while you're blaming watching... it on acid reflux, which by the way I suffer from, it's like whatever. It's also, like whatever. while we're on the topic of SNL sketches, go watch Dear Sister. Always. So this has been the Sisters Grim podcast, and we're we... gonna start getting a bajillion times better at getting episodes. Yeah. And we we're we we're serious. We really serious promise you guys. This time, you guys, we promise a thousand percent hot dogs. 100%. percent hot dogs. Yeah. We are getting these out. Um, We love you. We love you. We are on Facebook. We are on the Facebook. We are on the Twitter. We are on all the stuff, We're on guys. the Instagram. We are on Instagram. We don't have to do this. No, we don't have to do this, but we do this. So we love you. We love you guys. Have a good night. Have a good morning. Have a good drive. Have a good day at work. Have a we good love you. workout. Have a good sandwich. Have a good puff of your old chicharone. If you're chuchi chuchi choo, um, good laundry if you're folding. If you're knitting, fuck yeah. Yeah. If you're um uh walking. If you're walking, watch out for cars. And poop. And, and poop. donuts. Someone I work with today just walked on a donut. Walked on a donut. All right, let's end this episode. Okay, okay, bye. Bye.